Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Well, we're still talking about technology and you've got to let me know you can text 403-974-8255 plus I'm going to open up the phones uh, after my guest here because we definitely have seen such a shift in the retail sector I mean obviously we've seen um, whether it be the big box stores that have taken such competition from online options and then if you are lucky enough to work in the retail sector we are seeing technology take those jobs away as well the latest and that's why i'm curious walmart apparently rolling out this scan and go concept now we already have the self-scanners when you check out which really you should get a discount on your goods because you're doing the job of a clerk checking yourself out. But now this is called Scan and Go. And they say there's about 20 stores in BC, Alberta and Ontario started yesterday. You have your cart and you, as you add things, you are putting it into this scanner. So by the time you have finished shopping, you just go to a self-checkout kiosk or a cashier, you pay your bill, you're on your way. You kind of skip that step of having to go through scanning everything. And, and I wonder, this is, this is Walmart, but we have seen similar things happening, whether it be uh, McDonald's, other fast food places where they are taking that position away. Or are they? Sunil Johal, Policy Director at the Mowat Centre at the University of Toronto, joins us today. Sunil, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. It seems pretty obvious if you're having systems such as this scan and go at Walmart that there's a job that's gone because of that. Am I missing the math here? No, I think that's exactly the math. I I mean, the question is, will that job disappear today or might it be a year or two uh, from now? Because what we have to remember is for a lot of customers, they like the interaction with the cashier. That's what they're comfortable with. So there's going to be a bit of a transition period where stores are still going to have to have uh, a good number of cashiers on on hand to uh, process transactions. But I think... Uh, just like governments prefer to have people do perform services online, a lot of these companies and retail uh, stores are going to start pushing people to the uh, scan-and-go or the self-checkout because it's cheaper and faster uh, for them to do so. Cheaper and faster, cheaper meaning your labor costs then? Exactly. I mean, there's obviously an upfront investment with the technology, but once you've got the technology uh, up and running, you're not paying... uh, overtime costs, you're not dealing with sick employees, you're not having to worry about minimum wage uh, hikes affecting your bottom line, which is obviously a a big component of, uh, especially in the retail sector, for people working as cashiers. Uh, So there's a whole host of factors that are uh, leading companies to the the solution, I think, of technology replacing labor, uh, or at at the very least, if not replacing it, reducing dramatically the number of hours that uh, people might be required in some of these roles. Sunil, I want to take a break here. And when I come back, can you give me an idea when we talk about this huge shift in technology, which sectors are going to be impacted the most? And I'm thinking retail has to be high on that list. Sunil Jahal is my guest. He is a policy director at the Mowat Center at the University of Toronto. It's 337.
If it's important to you, it's important to us. You're listening to Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770. Text your questions and comments to 403-974-8255. Calgary Today is brought to you by Plumbing Paramedics. And we are talking about technology and its impact on the workplace and only because it was this week that Walmart started rolling out the scan and go systems where you uh, check out the scanner and as you're walking around the store and you're buying things, you put it in your cart and you scan it and then you just go and pay at the very end of it. Uh, one person says, we are so far behind Europe. When we were in the Netherlands back in 2012 and Albert Hein, like Safeway, has little hand scanners you can grab. It also allows you to keep to your budget and then you pay a real person at the checkout. Actually, I kind of like that idea because I remember when I was a, well, I've always been a struggling broadcaster, but in those early days, I'd always think, oh gosh, I hope I have enough money to pay for this. Sunil Jahal is the policy director at the Moet Center at the University of Toronto. Sunil, these changes we are seeing, especially at the retail level, are they, are they good changes for the consumer? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, I think in a lot of ways they will benefit consumers by keeping costs down. And if we see those savings passed along to consumers rather than uh, retained as profits by large corporations like Walmart, that's a good thing. Uh, but I think the, the broader question is at a certain point, if more and more jobs get automated uh, and we're not seeing enough good, well-paying jobs being created, well, where does that leave the consumer, not in terms of purchasing goods, but in terms of actually earning a living to buy things uh, for themselves? Yeah. And a lot of people across Canada are facing issues of wage stagnation. They don't see their paycheck going up over a period of years. And I think that's a, that's a real concern in, uh, in this conversation. Yeah, purchasing power is diminished, isn't it then? Uh, Sunil, give me an idea if we look into the future. Some sectors, and I, say, I said, I think retail obviously would be uh, probably in that level list as we start to see more automation? Yeah, I mean, definitely retail. We've got about 300,000 people in Canada who are employed as cashiers, and those jobs are highly susceptible uh, to automation. A sector like manufacturing obviously has already seen a significant amount of technology replace uh, workers in places like Ontario in terms of auto assembly and things like that. Uh, We can also look at uh, a sector like food services, Uh, transportation. I mean, 500,000 people in Canada drive for a living, uh, and we've already got autonomous vehicles that work quite well. So uh, what are, how long is it going to take until some of those 500,000 people are put out of uh, work, whether it's bus drivers, subway drivers, or or cab drivers, or people working in warehouses. So, I mean, there's, there are very few sectors that will be untouched by technological advances, uh, but increasingly we're seeing those sectors where we've got a lot of routine type of tasks uh, comprising the occupations within a sector are the most susceptible to automation right now. Sunil, things have always been changing. And I mean, some people will say the the horse and buggy, the people who used to make those things that are no longer around, those jobs disappeared and new jobs replaced them. But is technology changing so quickly that we're not able to replace the jobs that are being lost through it? 
that's that's the great the million or billion dollar question and i don't i don't know if it's even the technology is changing so quickly we don't have time to create the jobs it's just the jobs that are being created i mean there's a small percentage that are wonderful if you are an expert in artificial intelligence or you're a software engineer you're going to have tons of great opportunities in the next uh, couple of decades but if you're not one of the small number of people with that specialized skill set. The question becomes, well, what's the quality of the jobs that are going to be created for you? You're going to be somebody uh, who's working in a fulfillment center for Amazon, packing boxes, mm. making minimum wage, and that's the new economy and what it looks like for you. Uh, and I think that that's the concern. Is to, It's not that we won't have jobs. It's just what will the quality of the jobs be? What will the wages for those jobs be? Will those jobs have benefits? Uh, and I think the trends are troubling uh, in that regard over the last couple of decades in Canada in terms of more and more people being employed at part-time temporary work that's relatively low wage uh, in nature and a very small percentage of the population making out very well from uh, technology and innovation, uh, but those gains not trickling down to the rest of the population. Jeez, oh, Neil, in my last half hour, I was talking about compassion fatigue. I'm feeling a little compassion fatigue right now. Sunil, thanks for joining us and starting the conversation, I think. My pleasure. Thanks. Sunil Johal, Policy Director at the Mowat Centre at the University of Toronto. I got a few minutes here, and I want you to call 403-974-8255. A couple of things I'd like to hear from you. And I remember years ago when they started doing the self-checkouts at grocery stores. And I thought, yeah, I don't want to do this I because obviously you're taking away cashier's jobs. But then I will admit it became very convenient for me and it seemed faster and sometimes you don't want to talk to people. And so I'm guilty of allowing that to happen. But but what about you? 403-974-8255. Your experience when it comes to automation. And especially even with Walmart talking about these scanning goes. If Walmart's doing it, you know all the other grocery stores are going to be doing it as well. I remember a couple of months back, and I can't remember if it was Amazon, which tech company was using these smart carts. And so everything you put in your cart, because of the UPC, they were able to scan and figure out what your cost was. So it's almost the same thing. It appears this scan and go, you have to actually enter in what you're buying. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm curious what you think of these things. 403-974-8255. Especially if, as Sunil is saying, we're going to see the impact in this down the road and not that far down the road with the loss of thousands of jobs in the retail sector. 403-974-8255. Your thoughts when it comes to the way automation is headed in our society. Hey, Jim. Hi. Hi. What are your thoughts? Well, I was in Vancouver uh, quite a few years ago, back in the 90s, mm-hmm. and Jim Patterson Group, who has the Overweighty and Save on Foods, he brought in a system that was like the scan it yourself system like that. Mm-hmm. And it was called Smart Mart. But what we found is that a lot of people would just grab their stuff and they were supposed to take their till tape up and pay for it at the cashier. And many of those people were just walking straight out without stopping at the uh, at the 
till there. Uh, and, and you know what? You're right. So the, the high incident of theft, I'm wondering, and and I think the way it is right now, you're probably right. You've got to go on the customer's honor in this. But when I was mentioning about these smart carts where they can sense the UPC code, so they almost have figured out what your total bill is, and you can't, you know, they'd probably lock the, the wheels of the cart or something so you can't even get out of the store. But and they had to end up doing that type of a thing because one of the biggest items that they were losing was actually the shopping carts themselves, which were worth about $400 Oh, yeah. And you're right. We've seen that now with shopping carts. Jim, um, a good point, and I even remember, um, I can't remember which grocery store, and this was in Saskatchewan, where you'd have your own grease markers, and you were supposed to write the price down on the item. It didn't last very long. Uh, let's squeeze in a few more phone calls here. Hi, Steve. Hi, I wanted to talk about um, the future of the grocery store and retail in general. I think the friction point when you're checking out has to do with queuing up in a line. Yeah. And so Amazon actually, about a year ago, developed a store that's in beta uh, called Amazon Go. The principle is that you walk in, you put something into your cart or your basket, and you don't even have to check out. It has technology throughout the building that identifies what you're taking and collecting in your cart. Perfect, Steve. You this, is that, this is that smart cart I was talking about, and I'm glad you remembered. So it is Amazon, and they've already got your credit card or whatever, so you walk out and they've billed your credit card already. It links automatically to your profile. I think people think Amazon is prolific in the, the retail space, but really the majority of their business is server space, where they uh, rent server space to other companies, mm. and they give a stable server space. The concept with Amazon Go is going to be the same thing where they're going to rent the technology and license it to other retailers. I, so, I liked your point, though, that that friction point is at the lineup. And that's what people despise about shopping is, oh, my gosh, look at the lineups. But you're right. If the future is, they've already figured it out. You just walk on out. You've paid for it somehow. Wow, what a future we have. Steve, thanks for raising that and uh, reminding me exactly how that beta store is working right now. Let's squeeze in a few more phone calls here before I have to say goodbye. Hi, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. What are your thoughts when it comes to all this automation? Um, you know, the self-checkouts are great. I just find eight times out of ten, the thing doesn't recognize that I put <laughs> something in the bagging area, then it would like me to remove it, and now it would like me to wait for an attendant to come in and punch your code. It's so I frustrating. I more, I, yeah, I spend more time. <laughs> I just go, you know what? I should have just got in line and had somebody else do this. It just ends up being me self-checking out with the, uh, you know, the assistance of <laughs> with a, the person there anyway. Ryan, I, I'm glad you've walked in my shoes. I always think if I'm doing that self-checkout, I better have maybe four or five items. One time I made the mistake of doing a full grocery order. Oh, my gosh. And I kept watching. Do you ever do that where you watch the guy in another line? I would have been behind that guy if I would have been patient. And he's already left the store. Yeah. Okay. You know, Jim, Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, yes. had a great line about doing apple picking. And where he goes to check out and he says, so how much do I owe you for working for you for free? <laughs> I love it. Ryan, thanks. And I do like Jim Gaffigan, 403-974-8255. Someone says, I hate this way of thinking. Um, if we lose these jobs, it means more people not working, which means they can't afford basics. I really don't like where technology is taking us. Uh, will uh, the rich just become, let's see, will become rich against the poor? Chad, I agree. I mean, it is kind of frightening when you start to look at what the future is going to look like. But it's been sort of insidious slowly. Hello, Shirley. 
Hi, how are you, Angela? I'm doing well. What are your thoughts when it comes to all this automation? Uh, well, I have used the uh, checkouts, the self-checkouts. I'm not in favor of it because it takes away a job. Yeah. And it was very, very uh, sweetly put by a good friend of mine who's wonderfully British and lived in Fort McMurray in its heyday and shopped at Safeway all the time. And the manager, knowing her, was trying to save her some time and said, you could use the self-checkout. And she very sweetly said to him, honey, if I wanted to work at Safeway, I'd bring in my resume. <laughs> and, you know, that's the way I feel about it, too. So well, and, and I, we need right. the jobs. You're right. We need the jobs. And I, I used to think if I'm doing the self-checkout, I should get a 10% discount on these exactly. groceries. Surely, thanks. And I loved your accent as well. Someone here says, I was laid off for 19 months, went to many seminars, listened to speakers like the Calgary Economic Development or politicians. All they talk about is retraining. But then when pressed, they really haven't thought out what retraining is going to look like. Uh, thanks for sharing that text. And you know what? You get the last text of the day. We've got news coming up next.